Blog Talk Radio. God, 
Okay, go ahead, Lisa, do your thing. Lawyer, son of TV bounty hunter, sold inward tape. Television bounty hunter Dwayne Dog Chapman's son taped a private phone conversation in which the reality star used the racial slur repeatedly, then sold it to a tabloid for a lot of money, Chapman's lawyer said Thursday. I guess because of whatever level of anger he had of his father, he felt the need to express it in that manner, attorney Brooke Hart told the Associated Press. Tucker Chapman could not be reached for comment. No one answered the telephone at Honolulu number listed under his name. The National Enquirer on Wednesday posted on its website a clip of the conversation in which Dwayne Chapman, star of the hit A&E series, Dog the Bounty Hunter, repeatedly used the N-word in reference to Tucker's girlfriend. Chapman later apologized to his son and the woman, then learned about how the tape got into the tabloid's hand, Hart said. A&E has suspended production of the series, saying the network takes the matter seriously. When the inquiry is concluded, we will take appropriate action. A&E spokesman Michael Feeney said in a statement Thursday, the show in its fifth season and one of A&E's top-rated programs has not been canceled. And after our telephone message from David Perel, the Inquirer's editor-in-chief, was not immediately returned. But earlier in the day, Perel declined to say how the tape was obtained, saying what mattered was what's on the tape. In the conversation, Chapman urges Tucker to break up with his girlfriend. He also expresses concern about the girlfriend trying to tape and go public about the TV star's use of the N-word. Chapman has said he was disappointed in his choice of a friend, not due to her race, but her character. However, I should have never used that term. He also said he was ashamed of himself and pledged to make amends. Hart said his client is not a racist and vows never to use the word again. I have never seen anything that suggests he judges people by the color of their skin or racial background or anything but on their character, he said. Dwayne lost his composure and made very, very inappropriate remarks for which he truly regrets. The TV series follows Chapman and his tattooed crew as they track down bail jumpers in Hawaii and other states. The show also stars some members of Chapman's family, but Tucker Chapman is not regularly featured. The Honolulu-based bounty hunter first grabbed headlines for apprehending serial rapist and Max Factor heir Andrew Luster in Mexico in 2003. In his statement, the 54-year-old Chapman said he has the utmost respect and aloha for black people who have suffered so much due to racial discrimination and acts of hatred. I do not mean to add yet another slap in the face to an entire race of people who have brought so many gifts to this world, he said. I am ashamed of myself, and I pledge to do whatever I can to repair this damage I have caused. Chapman said, My sincerest heartfelt apologies go out to every person I have offended for my regrettable use of very inappropriate language. 
I am deeply disappointed in myself for speaking out of anger to my son and using such a hateful term in a private phone conversation. Chapman said the clip was completely taken out of context. Chapman said he is meeting with his spiritual advisor, Reverend Tim Story, who is black, and hopes to meet with other black leaders so they can see who I really am and teach me the right thing to do to make things right again. I know that all my fans are deeply disappointed in me as well, as I have tried to be a model for doing the right thing. I did not do the right thing this time, and I hope you will forgive me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think? Well, Lisa, that's a good question, what I think about it. And, folks, what do y'all think about that? Now, basically, Bounty Hunter got caught. You know, Dog the Bounty Hunter, they'd be on the, the TV show called Dog the Bounty Hunter on, I think, AMC. Uh, basically got caught, caught saying the N-word on the phone about old boy's girlfriend. His son is dating a black female. And he said he didn't mean to say it. it was just calling her out the character, but he's been saying nigga, nigga, nigga all the whole time. I mean, let's just be real. I mean, people say that shit. Let's just be, just keep it real. People say it all the time. They just don't get caught saying it, okay? And you know, with him doing that, basically going to have a show going. Because look, look back a few months ago, Dom Imus, for instance. You know, he called... Uh, the girl from Team Nappy had it hoes, okay? What happened? That guy, big old roar and all that stuff. But what happened is he ends up getting another uh, top radio show. So you got to think about it, man. They're not going to really concerned about this. So I don't want y'all to be getting on me. I mean, to me, people are going to pay for what they're going to pay, okay? One way or another, you're going to get it in this life or you're going to get it when you die. So... <laughs> So what you going to do, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know the situation with the daughter and stuff, but, I mean, people do call each other names and stuff. I ain't trying to support him for all that. But, hey, man, y'all just keep your eyes open. And the show is going to be off on production. They cut the production thing, cut the show, because it's, like Lisa said, it's the number one top show. I mean, they're not going to cut it because he said it on the phone. I mean, it's It's crazy. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how how that's gonna come and play, but I know it, it's not gonna get canceled. So I don't want y'all to know it's gonna get canceled. Cause look at Tom Hines. You know, you can reference that. We're gonna do one more. I mean, that was a good one, Lisa. We're gonna do one more. We're gonna save the other one for next week's show. Let's talk about the one about the stripper. That's right, strippers. Dad disputes son's fifty-three thousand strip club bill. A father wants investigators to pursue fraud and larceny charges against a panhandle strip club after his son ran up a $53,000 bill in a single night. He was celebrating his college graduation. 52-year-old Joe Salter of Mary Esther told investigators Club 10 employees took advantage of his 24-year-old son, Tommy. The younger Salter was at the club August 18th to celebrate his graduation from Georgia Tech. According to a report from the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office, Salter told employees he could only spend $600. But the club 10 owner, Tim Beal, says 
Salter bought at least 19 bottles of champagne, which was priced from $150 to $2,000. Wow. What do you guys think about this? Oh, man. The father and the son of damn tricks, you ask me. I'm at my graduate with my father and give me that type of money to go to no strip club. I really don't need to go to no strip club. I don't know why the father get mad. Why didn't he just give the son $600 at the ATM machine like they were saying on Fox News? To me, I think that's crazy. It's cat shit, too. $52,000. They know what was going on. And some people said, well, maybe he didn't know how much the bottles cost. They knew how much the bottles cost, and I knew what the man said, what the limit was. But I think, like I say, you got crazy people out there being that that's trying to be like, well, you know what? I'm going to trick all my money out. And, I mean, the father should gate board celebration like that. I mean, some people celebrate their own way. I would never have my son go out there. I don't got kids. But, I mean, that's just telling, look, you can be a trick all you want to. You got to come better than that guy, you know? I don't know if the kid got messed up head or something or looked retarded or something. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I ain't trying to talk about people with deformities and stuff like that. I don't know the situation, because that $52,000, that is a little bit outright. No, that's not even a little bit. That's just astronomical out of the way. I mean, good God, you know, people are just crazy. But right now, I got, I think we got some callers here. I'm going to pick up this caller here, 336. How are you doing, 336? Let's deal with you, 336. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Okay, what's going on? Oh, nothing going on right now. Just going through the news about the fifty-two, fifty-three thousand dollar strip deal. Got <laughs> the son basically went to a strip club, and he gave up the money. You know what I'm saying? He gave it up, and his father's mad because he he typed it up. You know what I'm saying? He just went, "Okay, Dad, I, I'm gonna go ahead and use your credit card." But his father gave what? him the credit card. What you think about it? Man, I haven't heard a thing about it so far. I haven't been home all day, but, man, that's crazy, man. At a strip club? Strip club, strip club, yes. Yeah. Basically, his father made an agreement with the people at the strip club, and they were like, okay, what's up? So, well, my son's graduated. And so, okay, he graduated. Yes, he graduated, but he's got a limit. I let him use $600 on my card. That's it. Don't let him do anything else. And they said, okay, from what they're saying. But it ended up. Spending $52,000 at the strip club. <laughs> what? And his father's like, I'm not paying it. I think y'all trying to rip me off. Oh, and I'm saying to myself, go ahead. Is, was he married? No. Nah, no. Nah. Ooh, the son or the father? No, the son. No, the son was, that was a graduation present. Oh, wow. $600, right? $600, but it's been used a credit card. Let him have a credit card in his hand, and the boy went crazy on it. Oh, God. And then he's trying to go after the strip club. Strip club doing a job, you know? Yeah, that ain't, ain't the whole strip club fault. I know, I know. They just got $6,000 of their money, though. <laughs> that is. I know. I mean, it, it's getting crazy. But, I mean, that's what it is with the news right there. I'm about to go back in into the real top of the store. I'm going to put you back on hold because I got some other calls zooming in here. Okay. All right. I think this is Miss Alexis K. Tyler there. Hello, Alexis. Hey, how you doing? I'm all right. 
What are you thinking about that, about the $52,000? <laughs> I, I just came in on it, but um, so I'm just listening to get the whole details of it. I hadn't heard the story, but uh, it's really not as uncommon as you might think. A lot of boys, that's their treat for graduation or their birthday, to get to go to the strip club, strange and exotic pussy, maybe a little <laughs> pussy, get a little head. What a birthday or at the graduation. So it's, it's really not far-fetched. But $52,000? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess, you know, it must be some expensive pussy in there at night. But I've heard of this before, so it's really not strange. Um, it's, it's crazy. I just tell people yes. that's to me, because the thing that makes it all crazy is because the father could have just went to the ATM machine and, like, okay, let me give him $600. That's all mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. But, and then he, he get mad because now he's going to try, I want to sue y'all. Y'all took my money. Oh, he, so I think a lot of times it deals with a level of uh, immaturity as well. Obviously, his son wasn't responsible enough to be able to handle the needs of his dick. And whatever his desire is, he's probably gotten there, got really... Uh, fascinated, very infatuated. It's obviously immature uh, dealing with sexuality and finance. So I think the father also has to take some responsibility for it's like letting uh, him loose, the kid loose in the candy store. Or what they, what's that old saying, a bull uh, like in a china store. They're going to just wreak hell. They're going to tear up everything in there because he obviously did not have the mindset to be able to deal with being in the company of beautiful naked women. Mm, that's crazy. I'm going to put you back on hold. I'm probably bring you back on because I'm going to go into the subject real quick. Okay. Okay, we got one more here for right now, and that's Mr. 910. Mr. 910, what do you think about a $52,000 bill at the strip club? Damn. <laughs> oh, I mean, what do you, what do you think? I mean, $52,000 and the father's getting upset about it. He's like, well, you know, I want to, uh, I want to get y'all, I want to, I want to take out a court because you took my money. That's what it's still called for. You pay money for the women to do their thing for you. That's what I say. Tell me, like, they just doing their job. The father should have used common sense. If you knew your son ain't used to around like Alexis, say, all right. All that pussy around you and stone all up yeah. here. You know, people, they're going to be all excited, you know. They ain't never been up like they're going to be all excited seeing all the naked women out there. You yeah. know. I don't know. I would took my kid to it, but it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? People are crazy with that. I mean, but if you did do it like people say they do this, this is a common thing. Go to ATM machine. Go to ATM machine. Give them a bunch of ones. Yeah. Get some ones, yeah, get some 20, go break them, you know, get 21, you'd be all right. I mean, I might have to do a show about Strip Club 101 to help some of these guys. Because I don't want y'all to end up, oh, like, if y'all going to do it, I don't, I don't recommend going to a strip club, man, because, you know, you're paying for something that you're not going to really take home with you or whatever. It's just like leasing for the option to buy. <laughs> you're not, you know, you're getting an average chance to buy. You can't do nothing like that. I and y'all gonna do it. I really don't want to do a show about it because I don't want to promote people going to strip club being tricks. You know what I'm saying? Because the ladies that make their money, if you're gonna do it behind my back, you at least need to know what you're gonna do. <laughs> but anyway, I'm gonna put you back on. I'm gonna go into this show finally, okay? All right. Okay. Going to the main topic of the show, 
I have a little song for y'all, and it's straight up, man. Y'all need to listen to it. I want y'all to be real with me if I can find it on here. All this stuff is popping up on the screen. It's just crazy. Uh, let me see if I can just pull it up through uh, one of my systems real quick. Here goes. Let me play it for you real quick. I don't want y'all to get all too excited. This is a song now. I took that back to old school, didn't I? I don't remember this. Enough for y'all. I know y'all about to dance in there, do y'all little dance, but I got up and did my little dance. You know, I like that song too. But the topic of the show tonight is why people play games in relationships. I mean, it's crazy. Why do people play games in relationships? I know it deals with some of dealing with maturity people that just get off on it. I mean, it's like an orgasm to them, I guess, to them, like how to play games with people. And people getting fed up with me. I've been talking to a lot of people getting tired of playing games. You know what I'm saying? And I, I want to break it down. I have five, well, not five. I believe I have uh, six things I want to talk about. And I'm going to go ahead and list them off right off there. Now, get your crayons out. Get your magic markers. Get everything. Get your tic-tac-toes. Whatever you got to use to write with for whatever, okay? And tell your friends, too. Tell your friends to call up on the show and listen to it as well, too, because they need to know this as well, too. My questions are, why do people do this? What are some of the things you can tell when you think people are playing games with you? What type of maturity one has to have to not be about games? Who are, well, who do you think tends to play games more, and where are they located, basically? Do you think games should be part of the cycle of a relationship? What are primary models, role models, to look at when dealing with people that are not about games and are about serious concepts in the relationship. Now, with all that saying done, before I even open up, let me see if Mr. Don Juan is in the area. He's not in yet. I'm going to continue going on. I think he's still doing his project. But again, if you would like to get into the game, get not with the game, but onto the show, excuse me, <laughs> go ahead. This, the number is 646 Seven one six seven nine one one again is six four six seven one six 
7911. And I also have a chat room that's on this show. You just have to go to the website itself, in which you already should know is www.blogstalkradio.com forward slash NB underscore truth, or you can use Yahoo, NB underscore truth at yahoo.com. With all that said and done, let's go into it. Why do people do this? That's a good question. Why do people do this? And I know you're probably saying that's the thing you say that when someone play you. They play your ass real good. They play your ass like tic-tac-toe, you know? And it sucks when it happens. But why do they do this? People, to me, I think from what my what I experienced and what I read and what I heard from other people is that people are looking for something that's not there in you. They want to change you up or whatever. And, you know, and they figure out that they got you figured out already. They can do anything. It's just like if you got a game and you play it. You go home. You go play, let's say, uh, for the younger generation here. You go out here and let's go say you uh, you ran out of uh, Live 97 or whatever. Matt 97, I don't know. Not 97, 07. Thinking old school myself. Been a long time since I played games. So anyway, you play the game. You know everything to the game. You got to figure out. Ain't no mystery to it. And some people's like, well, what do you mean there's no mystery to me, you know? What do you, how do you relate that to a human person, a game to a human person? It's just you think about the same thing, the psyche of a human mind. You think about how people are basically sitting here, cruising, doing their own thing, just sitting back, and you really don't figure it out until it's too late when they're like, you know what? I know how his movements are. I know how her movements are. I'm kind of a little bit greedy, you know what I'm saying? I think I can get me someone else to do a little bit else for excitement. That leads into the next thing about excitement. If you're dealing with someone who loves excitement, I ain't talking about the excitement where you go on a roller coaster and you throw your hands in the air and you like wee and you go back and forth. I'm talking about excitement as having a damn love triangle. And I know some females who did it and some guys who did it just to get thrilled. I'm why do you do that? Why do you put yourself in something like that? Oh, man, that's fun, man. You ought to try it sometime. People do things for excitement as well, too. I mean, it's crazy. Um, I mean, to me, one person, one of the guests say desire. It's a desire. I mean, I mean, to me, the desire, the excitement and the desire of it, I couldn't even mess with that stuff. Maybe I was younger, but I just grew up out of it. But, I mean, I want to let some other callers in here and see what they think about this real quick. Mr. 910, I want to go back to you on this and ask you what do you think about this. Mr. 910, are you there? Hello? Yes, Mr. 910. What do you think about this? What do you think? It's the main thing. Why do people do this? In your opinion. Uh, I guess they still want to play around. I guess see they can find what they're looking for in that individual. Find what they're looking for in that individual? Yes. That's what I listed earlier, y'all. Anything that I mean, your own personal experience. What made you think that person that you was with was playing games with you and why they did it? You know what I'm saying? Why did they want to play games with you? I mean... Is there anything else you want to add on to that? I think they'll try to test me to how far I go, how far they can get with me. You hear that? You hear that? Test you out and 
trying to figure out how far they can go, which is just like in a game. You know what I'm saying? You're playing a game, you see how far you can get, and once you beat it, what happens? You're done with it, you know? Yeah, once you can't get what they want, they want to leave you for somebody else, and I do the same thing. That deals with more insecurity, too, I say, on on that behalf right there, insecurity. Because people are like, oh, he don't got this for me. Even though they need to be doing them, they're looking for someone to do them as well, too. Yeah, that's because they ain't going to find what they need. They're just trying to find something to fill that void in their life. It ain't going to work, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think that's crazy, you know. So I believe you on that one right there. I think that's crazy as well. Uh, let me bring in Mr. 336 real quick. Stay right here. Mr. 336, what do you think about it? Why do people want to play games? Huh? I can't hear you breaking up on me. I'm pushing back on a hole. I think he's going through the tornado or something. Let's ask Alexis. Let's get a female's perspective on it. Alexis, what do you think about Why do people want to play games? I think one of the guys said earlier, it depends on there's some type of motivation. Many people have fear or insecurity or even doubt uh, about their own penis, nuts, and their own vagina. So they feel that coming at someone straightforward, they're not really going to get the desired result, the end result. So they have to feel, they feel like they have to manipulate and do some type of pussy or dick negotiation to be able to get what they're really looking for because they don't. They feel like if they be themselves, that person will reject them. They really can't accept them as they are because they feel so inferior and inadequate. Okay, okay, okay. I got someone on the chat line. They say this, if you're not certain maturity level, about this, I guess that's maturity level, and you do not understand the law of attraction, you will forever repeat the same things looking for different results. I guess they're basically saying you keep on doing the same thing, the cycle will never break. <laughs> and then I think they also wrote the mere thought of you opening this topic. I guess they're talking about me. That's something else. But basically, I think some people don't want to grow up out of it, basically. You want to sum it up like that. But let me go on to the next one. I'm put y'all back on hold. Because I believe you got other people on here. I'm going to put you back on hold here. Okay, uh, let's go on to the next one. Let's go on to the next one here. Mm-mm-mm. This is crazy. You're going to think I'm crazy for saying this, but hey, it happens. Okay? <laughs> what are some of the things you can tell when you think people are playing games with you? Hmm, let's see. Let's do this right here. This is even before you even start dating a person. The person tells you to call them. You call them. They say, call me back. You call them back. They say, call me back again. This keeps going on back and forth about five or six times. They're not even serious about it, man. That's why I tell people, look, I give a person my phone number, and they're serious about it. That way, I ain't saying that they got to call me all the time. I'm not even saying that. It just shows if they're interested or not, you know what I'm saying? So I don't have to be wasting my time calling because some, there's some people out there that do that. It can go for guys and girls, too. It tends to go out there for some of the, the younger girls that like to play games. I ain't saying that, oh, you know, so this show six is now. No, it's not that. It's just saying that I, I went through it because I ain't, I ain't talking to dudes. I don't go that way, so don't get it twisted. The thing is with it, it's like if you know – you can see if someone's playing games with you when they say, I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you, they don't never call. 
they might come up with all the excuses in the world. And that's another thing. This was wrong in our world. Now, people don't know how to accept the blame on themselves. They always outsource it to something else. They don't have nothing to do with it. When it really deals with them, I was busy. I had to do this. So you didn't have five minutes out of your time to call someone and say, hey, I'm just calling you to let you know I call, okay? I got other things to do. How are you doing? Well, that's nice. I'll talk to you later, or you can call me back. Bye. You know what I'm saying? They took time out. It, don't, it ain't that much time. To just call and do that. That was less than five minutes of what I just did. I hope I wrote notes on that because I really need help on that, the people just listening. Again, if y'all want to get in on the show, the number is 646-716-7911. And I mean, other things, when you see someone playing games, they tell you one thing and then they do another. That's why I tell people never take a person's word for face value. Face value, you know, you don't want to mess with that. Like, I hear people talking, but I don't see them walking, you know what I'm saying? I, I tell them that, too. And I tell people, they're like, I'm going to do something. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Because if you ain't about it, no one's not going to take you seriously. That's what, it's, it's better for you to just to shut up than to go around saying stuff that you're not going to do. Because then they can go back and say, well, whatever happened to you accomplishing that dream or whatever. And with going with all that, I'm saying right there with playing games, once you see people doing action, because I'm the type of person, when you get up with me, I'm not going to sit there and tell you what we're going to do, because I don't, I don't even like to do that. I might tell you a, a brief synopsis of what's going to go down, but after that, I'm going off by my actions, okay? I ain't saying that I'm not a thinker and I don't know how to speak, which I can speak. It's just that you need to start showing your actions wherever you, you're trying to step into a level of a relationship don't sit there and be talking that good game, because that game stuff don't work, man. I mean, if you really on some serious stuff, guys, if you on some serious stuff, you talking about, baby, I'm going to have a big house. See, more like back in the day, you can get away with saying that dream stuff. Like my parents' age, my parents were like 65, 62. Back in the day, you could say that. Man, one day I'm going to have my own business. I'm about to take you out of here, baby, and we're going to have it. And then do my not have it, do my do it. More likely, do more likely. I ain't gonna say more likely. I'm just gonna say probably he would have did that. But now, how people say anything to just get some ass, or for a female might tell you that she likes you, you're real cute, but she's just trying to, you know, trying to get that, get that dick or whatever. You know how Alexis would say, you know, because <laughs> you can't go off what people say. I don't try to ask people what can you bring to the table. When you always say that to people, they know you're not. You're not about just looking at their body or looking at the outside. You need to find out what's going on the inside person before you even step up in the sheets. Before you even really kiss that person, find out what the mentality that they have. That's what you can do about, you know, some of the things you can think about people trying to play games on you and stuff. And to me, you don't want to mess with those type of people because they are always playing games again and you don't have time for that. Now, I'm going to go back and talk to Mr. 910. Mr. 910, I want to ask you about this question. Mr. 910, what are some of the things that you could tell when you think someone's playing games with you? Uh, like they say they do one thing, they do another. I think like I was just saying earlier, how they they going to call you back or they don't ever call you and you call them. They be like, call me back now. They don't ever be home or anything like that. Or... Um, 
don't really know too much, but yeah, here we are. Okay, okay, I got you. Okay, that's good. I'm put you back on hold. Let me go back to Alexis here. Alexis, let me ask you about that. What do you think about it? How do you know when someone's playing games with you? What are some of the telltale signs? I think like he was saying, when when someone makes a lot of promises to you that they can't deliver, but I also want to say people play games when they make promises and they do deliver. A lot of times women, and then I, I've been realizing this lately too, it's not just the women. A lot of the men get caught up too because women are coming off on them and they're saying what they want to hear like they want to say it. And the women are actually delivering, and the men are delivering on those promises to get that person wide open and then get them in a position where they still fuck over them. So I'm just hoping, I just said it to say that don't just focus on what people say that they don't deliver to be a telltale sign this person's full of shit. You've also got to realize there's a flip side to everything. There's all, everything has an underbelly. Just like every positive has a negative. Every constructive has a destructive. And there are some people that are so practiced in what they do, they are so subtle with that shit, that they can perform and outperform everybody else and still maneuver a way around to get your trust to still trick your ass and fuck over you. You don't see it until it's done. Yeah, that's true right there. That's true. That's true. I'm putting you back on home. We're about to go to the next one right here. Hold on one second. Uh, Mr. 336, is your phone ready and available? Mr. 336, are you there? It's on the popping. Okay, what do you think about that then? About Man, it's like you... his brother. Okay. You know, like what like Alexa say, you know, that's true. At the same time, you know, you know, love can be blind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're going in a relationship, you know, first of all, you know, I don't care, you know, who you're dealing with or who you, you know, plan on being with. But first of all, you know what I'm saying, you got to learn how to hold, you know what I'm saying, the thing, hold the goals that they're wanting. You got to hold that back for a while and really learn the person and learn who you've been with before you give them your goodies or whatever. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, because if you – go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just agreeing on you. Yeah, Okay. So, you know, if you, first of all, when you get with a person, and first you got to understand, you know, your motives as well as their motives. And so that's what spending time with each other and really, you know, so learn that person. Like I said, I had a friend one time telling me, you know, a woman can fake for so long. You know what I'm saying? He said, give her four years. After four years, she can't fake no more. You know, and I see a lot of a lot of times in a lot of relationships, that's true. But I think four years is too, too long personally. But, you know what I'm saying, at the same time, you know, not try to get the subject, but you got to understand the games that people play. Some people play games for attention. Some people play games to get back at a person from an argument. Some people play games for good reasons. So, there's a, like you said, you know, there's a, a good and a bad, there's a positive and a negative. And that's why I told her one thing I want to hit on what she said. So yeah. that's it. Yeah, because she's, she's speaking the truth right there. I'm going to put you back on hold. I'm about to go to the next one right real quick. Okay, again, yeah, folks, if you are wanting to call in, because I see people coming into the chat room and stuff, call in, don't be scared, step up into this. You don't even got to say your name. I even ask for these people's names. I just know these people. You don't have to go in and say, well, my name is such and such. But, again, if you got a lot to say, don't be scared. Just step up into the plate, pick up the phone, and tell your friends to call as well, too. The number is 646-716-7911. This is the best advice that you can get because this is dealing with experience, knowledge. People that's been in the field, 
of this, and people have the knowledge of this. I mean, I'm trying to help you out here. I don't want y'all to get played and write all these crazy messages, Tommy, if you want to kill yourself because someone plays you when it was obvious that this person didn't like you, okay? They wanted to get, they want, they like what you can offer them, but they didn't like you. I mean, some people just can't accept that. But let's go on to the next subject real quick. Okay. What type of maturity one has to have to not be about games? And I know that sounds a little analytical there, but let's just think about it. Let me rephrase it. What type of level of person are you willing to be with that's not about games? Just look at some people that's a serious, you know, people that's about making their money. And, you know, some people say, well, they could be making their money and trying to screw you too. People, it, it, it might not be necessarily true that it could be about that, how you can go off and say, well, Oh, you know, money, you know, I can make money. I can work at McDonald's to make money. That No, that's not what I'm saying. The person is very, very committed to having something. something look at the attributes of what they want to have. They want to develop something that one day do want to have a family. They don't have to come off and tell you this stuff, but you can point it out by their actions. Like, again, what I was saying is some people do point out stuff in their life where they do want to have something. I mean, they ain't out there chasing tail. You know, someone... You don't know who I'm talking about if you saw the person. Because, you, I mean, if this person is not into it where he's going to chase and tail, getting drunk, smoking weed, all that crazy stuff, that might be a good sign. But you're going to have to use your own opinion on it. But with maturity, I look at for a person and for a female, someone who pay their own bills, someone that respects their body as a temple. They don't let everyone get up in their guts, you know what I'm saying? Someone that knows what they want, they don't be like, I don't know, I don't know what I want, I don't know, then why are you with me then? You ask people that, if you sit down and have a good conversation with someone 15 minutes, you can probably figure out if they got any sense or not. Trust me. Go sit down with someone, go sit up with a stranger and just talk to them. You figure out if they got any sense or not, and it's going to talk about it. If you ask them, what do you want in life? Like, I don't know. I, I keep caution because they don't know what they want. A person... There's also looking out for their family as well as far as, you know, looking out for the elders and respecting the elders and stuff such as, you know, grandma, grandpa, mother, father. I mean, that's my perspective as our, you know, for as a maturity level. Someone is not all about let's go to the club. Like, you ask them a basic question about what's going on in the world, they look at you like you speak in another language, but they can also tell you that. They can turn around and tell you when it's ladies' night at Menage's or George K's and what time you got to be there in line to get in there for free. You got to be careful with that, man, because you don't want to have be stuck up with someone who can't, you can't sit there and be articulate. You can't talk about a real conversation unless it deals with someone getting punched in the mouth or going to the club free or drinking alcohol or find out who's the next baby mama or who's the next baby daddy in Greensboro or who, wherever you at. I mean, to me, I think people do need to check that as well. To me, honestly, you have to you have to be real with yourself. You can't sit there and just look at someone and say, that's it. You really can't. You have to really get to know that person, just like that caller said. And I believe we have another caller call coming in. It's 970. 970, are you there? Yes, 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 yes. How we oh, doing? Oh, man. Oh, Don Juan. Don Juan in the house. Oh, Don Juan, what's up, man? Man, sorry for dropping my leg. 
No, that's cool. My apologies. That's like I was talking about to be sure you came right in when I was talking about I can use you as an example. Let's say Don Juan for now. Don Juan is a currently uh, graduate student. I ain't going to say what college because I don't want no one to go up there and stop him and stuff, but he's <laughs> working with an MBA degree. He's working with an MBA degree, and he's focusing on what is more important. This show is something that I do to help people, but it's not important. It's getting your your degree. Like I told him, I said, you got to do your thing. You got to get that degree, get that money. That's right. Money. Chase the paper. He keeps his word. He makes sure he, he brings in 100% onto the show and stuff. And little things like All the that. time. I mean, it, it's all good. I mean, people have to look at that stuff looking on the outside. Because, I mean, what do you think about it? Did you, listen, did you come in on time, enough time to listen to what I was asking about? No, no. What are some of the types of things that one has to have to show that they're mature and that they're not about games. Right. So the topic of the show is why do people play games in relationships? And I'm talking about the people that's mature, that's really, you know, like you and me, you know what I'm saying, mature, right? Right, right, right. And I'm saying to myself, uh, you know, I'm saying to you, what would you think about who will be mature? In the world that's not about games, what would you say about a person that's not about games? What type of person would that be? Well, uh, who doesn't play games? Yeah, to you, in your opinion. Because everyone's got their own little taste of who and what is, you know what I'm saying? The person who doesn't play the game? I think, man, the, those are the sincere person, man. Usually those are the people who get hurt. Well, I'm saying how could you tell if they mature or not? What do you look for? What type of telltale? Oh, Man, people, they're unpredictable, man. You can't really tell. See, first of all, man. I, tell them, I say this. I say I sit down and talk to people, get to know them, find out what they want in life. And right. Ask that simple question. Ask people, what, where do you see yourself five years from now, and how are you going to get yourself there, and what are you doing to get yourself there? People can't even figure that out. I don't know, man. Because <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to use my pretty body. Hey. Now, what if you get an accident? What, that, I come mess up everything. What's your face get messed up? Turn back and come and play. Man. I'm for real serious. Someone told me that, man. It's time to use my body to get what I want in the next five years. Man, it's none of the business, you know. I'm, <laughs> in the next, in, in next five years, I see, you know, man, it's, uh, you can't really tell the future, but... I I see I want to see myself with a family, you know, and kids and all that, you know, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but so you get a get a nice job or have my own business running, you know, traveling the world and all the good stuff, man. Fairy tales right there. You see what I'm saying? He's doing this thing. I, I mean, I ain't all into his personal stuff, but he just laid out what he wanted just in a few minutes like this, and he know what. No, ask people how he gonna get there. What do you think he's going to school for? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Building up the future, man. That's what it is. Building up for the future. This is what you say to the people who play games with you now. Now, if they can't even answer the question, they think you whack because you already got your game plan. You say this to This goes for male and females. Cut that bitch off. Exactly. (laughs) Cut them off. You cut them off. Cut them off. Don't even buy. Just buy. You know? Cut them off. Don't even be about that. But let's go to the next one here. Okay. The next one for this subject here is this one. 
who you think tends to play games more, and where are they located? And so I'm well, located, I mean, I don't know. You've been in different parts of the world. I know people say they're everywhere. So, I mean, where is it generally yet? I mean, if, if you have an idea. And let's ask Alexis first because she's a female here, and she's on the air. I don't know if you know she was on the air, did you? Oh man, usually, usually, uh, all right, let, let, let me tell you something, man. What? Let me tell you something, actually, you know. This is my personal opinion. I'm not generalizing everybody, though. You know, uh, usually when when somebody gets into a relationship, you know, and still wants to buy hot a lot, and they don't focus on the relationship a whole lot, they say, like, hey, man, today's, there's a party, man, let's go, let's go, let's go, or, you know. Okay. Uh, you know, people people who like to party a whole lot, even after after they get into a relationship, well, they don't. I, well, I'm saying in in general, which sex you think plan, tends to play more games? Or I mean, people gonna say that that's just a biased question. How man, I think I think I think I think I think boys do, man. Boys. I think so too. This asks Alexis case how Alexis, uh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Alexis, long time. Hey, King. You know what? I'm you get yay. I'm gonna get you get five stars. I'm glad you told the truth on y'all. You said the men play more game than the women do. Oh, it's man. Uh, it's all about the truth. Nothing but the truth. Because <laughs> that's how I see. I've been around these dudes, and these dudes be watch this man, watch me go get her a sandwich at uh, McDonald's for nine. I see. I'm gonna tap that ass. I, I mean, I'm like, Ethan, come on, you should do it too. You know, I don't, I don't do that. I, I had to cut off a lot of people. Like I said, I had to cut those jokers off because you start thinking like them. So I mean, what you, what you think about it, Alexis? About these people playing games? But, but, you know, when you said the isolation thing, uh, can you isolate an area? I think that's a, that's kind of impossible to do because I know Atlanta's a hot spot. Um, but then you look at New York, I know people in Washington. I know people in L.A. I know people in um, in Germany. And I hear the same stories worldwide. And I think one of the problems is we, we got a lot of cross-country dick slappers. We got some international fuckers, and they just travel because Atlanta's an international city, you know, and some of some of the others are as well. So you got people that will come to Atlanta, just like we just had uh, a couple of months ago, the Black Gay uh, Pride Festival. Because there's a white gay pride that goes on during the summer, but it was some segregation going on, some racism, so they separated them. So the Black Gay thing went on in what September, and some of my friends that are gay were telling me that a lot of gay men were coming from other states to Atlanta to fucking suck for the whole weekend and then go back somewhere else. So women do the same thing. I know women that are whores. So it goes both ways. Now the women had attitude, well, if a man can do it, I can do it better. So a lot of us are now top whores and manipulators, and we think that we're getting back at the men or, you know, we're, we're stronger now because we can be whores like they are. I'm, I'm going to say this. I think... At my age and the age below me, we got the people in their 20s and stuff. They, the younger guys like to play games. I know because I, I saw this happen. I don't know about the older guys, but I know mm-hmm. talking to some of the older guys, not every older guy, most older guys still love me. This is why I basically I'm tired through all this. I'm tired of going through that. I just want that. But the younger guys, they're like, yeah, man, I'm about to get that. But right there, watch me go to McDonald's. 
get me a number one. <laughs> and get impressed by it, too. I mean, I don't know. I mean, is it worth it? Uh, uh, a number one, a Big Mac meal to get some ass. I mean, <laughs> what do you think about that, Don Juan? Man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was speechless, man. But you're true, though, man. You're true. I said, why did you get up with him? Because he bought me a sandwich at McDonald's. Are you talking about what time of, are you talking about sex games? Are you talking about sadomasochism? <laughs> then I say yes, you should play the games. But as long as it's not about uh, deceiving somebody and tricking them, then I think some games can actually be an essential element into enhancing the relationship. How's that? Like I said, you want to play sex games. You you want to play games that are enhancing the relationship, that are fun, that are making. Explore the other person, get to know them better, get to know their likes, dislikes, their wants, their sexual needs, and how to gratify them. Those types of games, I think, are very good. They're very healthy. Mm. Well, some of the games I've talked about, some, some, someone told me this. I ain't going to lie. That's a true story. People going to say, man, you must be one of the messed up dudes I ever heard on the air. This is what happened. I went to Winston-Salem back in 2004 to check out this one chick. And we was out there talking and stuff. And some dude come knocking on my window. I didn't know who it was. She said, oh, that's one of my friends. I would talk to him, but he don't have no car. And she said, let me explain to you how it goes. And I think that this girl was a prostitute, how she was spitting stuff to me. She was like, look, you know, I let dudes hit it and stuff. But at first, I see how much I can work there. Oh, well, you mean working. First, I ask for $20 and see if they give it to me. And then if they do, ask for more and more. Then I give them a little bit of ass and then more and more till I find someone else that can do more than he can do. I'm like, damn. You know, I had to let her go. I had to go ahead and open the door and say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's crazy. Let me uh, get this caller. I think this is JF. Is this you, JF? It's me. Oh, JF, what do you think about this? Did you get in where the question was at? Uh, I got in on the on the previous question, uh, who, you know, plays the most games and where, and oh. I've been following from that point. Well, we went to, do you think games should be part of the cycle of a relationship? Um, I think I would agree with, with Alexis on this one. Um, if this is there to enhance the relationship, you know, I'm all about, you know, I'm all about the games, but... Any any type of emotional game, I don't think that has any any place in, in any type of relationship. I mean, you know, if, if you're toying with somebody's emotions like a cat plays with a mouse, then I don't think that that has any place. Yeah, that's how I see it too. Because if if you got someone's hopes up, like this is one person that used to be on the show, I'm not gonna say no names, and they probably listen. I don't give a damn. I'm gonna tell y'all straight up. <laughs> that's what happened. We had this one person on there, and they were doing their thing. As far as uh, 
supposed to be hosting the show, but the dude that was supposed to help me promote the show, he liked it, the girl and stuff. And, you know, she was cool and stuff. But she don't go back and tell me that she don't like her, but don't tell him because she likes to have the thrill of making them think one thing. But, you know, in actuality, something else is going on. And, I mean, this is the same person coming out with all these problems, talking about me and all dogs, and the dude was willing to do everything. But I just told him straight up, don't put all your marbles into one basket because it's not even cool like this. You know what I mean? It's not even cool. Because it's not even like, you know how y'all say, well, if y'all in an advanced relationship, this is not even an relationship. This is like a friendship thing that's trying to get to a relationship part. I think that's crazy to me where people sit there and sit there and play games, and they know they don't like the person. They don't like them at all. Like the emotional game, that needs to be thrown off. That shows me some immaturity because I appreciate when a woman tells me, look, I'm not interested. Then a person sits there and keeps leading you on, leading you on, leading you on, keep on leading off until you get off onto the curve and fall in the ditch somewhere. So I didn't like you. <laughs> well, see, that right there, that, that to me sounds like, you know, that person, they've been doing it for an ego boost. Kind of like uh, how you have in the clubs where you'll have a group of, of women, you know, that come to the club and they um, refuse to dance with any guy, but you know, they'll <laughs> let all kinds of guys come to them and say, you know, offer to buy them drinks or what have you. Pretty much it's all there for the ego boost. That's what I say too, man. Ego boost. And guys can do it too. I ain't gonna lie. Guys can do that too. Make a girl think everything's going well. And I'll give you a good example. You're gonna probably think I'm crazy for this, but hell, I don't give a damn. <laughs> this is what happened. This girl wanted to impress this dude, right? And she wanted to get up with him. And he was playing hard to get, so she gave him some ass. So she ain't thinking right. So, well, maybe. Well, I think that's what someone told her. I don't know. I, I don't know her mind like that. She just told me. Huh? Someone told me, like, well, she was like, well, you know, I gave him some ass. Maybe he'll go with me now. Wrong. If you just gave him the ass like that and he's got, like, an ex supply of it, like, in a, in a reserve, like an oil reserve, he's not going to go with you. <laughs> I trust him because the dude told me this is the same guy about the McDonald's incident. He just gave a girl a and She gave him some ass. And it's crazy because it kept going and going and going and going. She stuck with him all the way to like two or three years today. He finally went with her when he ran off all his options. What do you think about that, Alexis? Which part about her giving it up so easy? So the guy, the guy basically tricking the girl where he's like, nah. Now, this is what she said. This is what she said to him. She's like, well, when are we going to get together? He said, we're not ready yet to get together. And she just didn't understand because she's like, I gave him the ass. <laughs> oh, what, what do you say about those type of girls out there that do that? But you, you know what? To be honest with you, I really don't feel that he played her. I feel that she played herself because she wasn't aware of who she was, and she didn't feel like she was divine. She felt like her pussy was her only power source and to be able to use the commodity, like some bacon cheese, like it's on the stock market for an exchange. <laughs> it was like whenever you're doing that kind of shit and somebody treats you like a hoe, well, that's basically what you said you was. You told me your name was a hoe because you started off uh, negotiating pussy and using thinking that that's your PowerPoint and really your ass is bigger than your damn brain. 
because you don't reduce your brain down into between your legs, and you think that between your hips is all you have to really negotiate with, and it really doesn't have any vagina power whenever you handle yourself like that because a man ain't going to see you as powerful. He's going to see you as a trick. Yeah, that's true. The thing when I say that he did wrong, he lied, he lied about stuff. And I tell people, look, man, let's be straight up honest. Because if he told her, I think he found it, she found it at the end. He pointed out, he said, I got other hoes I fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's what he told me out loud because he was getting mad at me, having to argue with me. And she was right there. She was like, okay. <laughs> so. But you know what? If, a, if men really don't like men are not that great of a liar. If a woman get tricked because a man lying to her, it's because she first tricked herself and she convinced herself that he was telling the truth. Because we're in the information age, and we're also in the age of Aquarius. So more women are becoming aware of what vagina power is. And when I say vagina power, I'm not talking about porn ads and how good you suck dicks and screw. I'm talking about the mental, emotional, spiritual aspect of the infinite part of the divine feminine, the creative force, which is in the female gender. So this is not first about physical sex, because that's not what you are. A man can't trick no woman until she first trick herself. It's too easy, because men don't lie that well. Yeah, I mean. You can investigate it real easy if a motherfucker lies. So when these women boo-hoo, these, I talk to women that are 17, and I talk to women that are 56 and 57 years old, and they tell me these men ain't no good. So at, at all across the board, all ages, women are getting played. But I still say it's not completely the man's fault. I'm not saying that men should tell us lies and they should trick us. But what I'm saying is women are getting tricked a lot of times because we put on ourselves. Like you said, the girl said, about, oh, my body's so pretty, so in five years I'm going to get what I want because my body's pretty. A lot of times we put all this crazy shit in our head or we let the media or somebody else put these, these crazy ideas in our head about what we are and what we're not. And women have egos too. So sometimes women will boost themselves up and put themselves on a pedestal and think they're so pretty, they're so fine, they're so this, they're so that. It's easy for a man to trick their ass. Yeah, yeah, because if you present yourself like that, they're like, oh, hey, I got this figured out. Checkmate, you know. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, these people are crazy. They be thinking like that. And then they look at you wrong because you're you trying to spit the truth. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, you'll find that the hard way. Let's go on to the next question here. Uh, I think this is the last question here. I'll give this to everyone out here. What are primary role models to look at when dealing with people that are not about games and are about serious concepts in the relationship? Uh, I'm going to give this to J.L. What do you think, J.L.? Uh, as far as, as who we should model our relationships after? Or? Yeah. The people modeling for the wrong reasons, they go look on BET and like, yeah, you know, I'm supposed to spray a hoe and smack a bitch or something like that. Okay, I'm supposed to shake my ass. All the positive things we can look at, they're going to look at TV or look at anything that's positive. Well, I'll go ahead and first say that, that TV is the, the last place you really want to model a relationship off of because that's fantasy. Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying as far as the people that, you know, they're going to look at TV regardless as far as what, what should they look at in general, not only TV but anything. I mean, in, in my opinion, first and foremost, I mean, I know it's you know, rare these days to find it, but look at someone whose relationship has stood the test of time. 
You know, if you have, you know, friends or relatives that have been together for, you know, multiple decades, you know, versus your other friend who can't hold a relationship for multiple minutes, then perhaps you should look at, you know, that other friend and family member instead of, you know, looking at your other friend who can't, you know, who can't seem to pull together. I know for me, um, you know, back when I was out, you know, in in the dating world, I found all my relationships after you know, my grandparents and my parents and mom's and uncles because, you know, they cared for each other, loved, loved each other, respected each other, and they've been together for, you know, 30, 40, you know, 50 years. So, yeah. What about you, Alexis? Well, I know this might sound crazy to you because I look at TV all the time, and unfortunately I don't see a lot of television shows that I said that we should, as women, we should look at it and, and admire. Of course, I admire Oprah a lot. I look at women like Susie Orman. You know, I look at uh, history. I think one thing we, as black people as a whole, that we do not do is study history, American history, learning the structure of military, studying arts of war. You see what I'm saying? It's like we can't really say at this point that we can look at somebody, our grandmama, granddaddy, and, and I'm sure some of our families do have those ideas. If that's all you're looking for is, okay, how to have a good relationship, how to stay together. But I'm saying we need to go even deeper than that because we really don't know who we are. We are emulating uh, a structure that does not belong to us and really had nothing to do with us other than putting us in a position to be tricked, to be hoes, to be slaves. Even studying our history when our ancestors were in Africa, when our ancestors were in China, when our ancestors were in Mexico and those big old uh, Omec heads that they say weigh tons, that they dug up out of the ground, they have thick noses, big, thick lips, and you can tell that these were African people that were in Mexico building pyramids and actually building structures that do not look like the so-called white Mexican that you see today. Once we really know who we are and where we came from and how deep and prolific and profound black pussy and black dick is and that it is not first a physical relationship, that it is a metaphysical relationship, and we go back to that premise and we start to live, eat, sleep, and love from that premise, then we'll start drawing better men and women together to have those type of relationships that complete the cosmology of what a black man and woman really is and should be and do the same thing for our children and our community. Wow. 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 <laughs> Mr. Don Juan. On to that. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, a lot of information in a short time. Yeah. What about uh, you? I mean, what are some of the primary role models that you look at when dealing with people that are not about games? Man, I look at my family first, man. That's what it is. I look at my family. They've been they've been together for more than forty years. That's one of my primary role models right there, you know. Yeah. And um, you should look at your immediate environment first, just to look at it like. Okay, uh, where is the, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean... Go ahead. You had anything else to add on it? No. Okay. Well, what I see it 
as well. I see family too, but I do see history as well. I see cycles of history. I look at stuff. I analyze it. I can't help but analyze because I'd be looking at, okay, this is what it was back in the day, and why is it like this now? And people will be like, I don't get it. And it's like they do see what's on TV. I remember back in the day they had a coffee show because, you know, what JF was saying, fantasy world stuff was going on. But I also see that, you know, that did show a positive attribute. You know, wouldn't want to have a Cosby family, you know what I'm saying? Or have a Philip Banks family. I mean, I know that's fantasies and stuff, but they do have real families out there that do have a functional family going on. But these days, people are used to, you know, giving up. And we got to start having this loser mentality. I was looking at what this pastor is saying. we got to have a winner mentality. And you can't go out and just settle for a loser a person that's immature, that's not what you have to say. If you know you can get more, that you know that you're better than this, I don't even think that you need to be dealing with a person that's immature. They're beneath you. I ain't trying to say uh, that as a human being, they're subhuman. I'm not saying that. But when dealing with having a real conversation, you need to talk to people that's on your level and start rolling with people that's on your level because it's only going to take you to our game. Now, that might sound bad for a loser because that's, if that's all you got, you need to change yourself and you need to understand and sit down and write down what are some of the things that you wish to change and how you want to do it better. Because some people sit there and talk about it, but if you don't sit there and put it in writing just like they told us in our business plan when we was coming up in business school, if you don't sit there and write it down and think it out, you're never going to get nowhere. It'll just be an idea. <laughs> So as far as relationships go, I think people do need to think ahead and be realistic and be practical. Stop being fantasy land and fantasy islands how much you want Prince Charming and all this, this, and that. You got to be practical. You need someone that's going to be there. That's going to be there for real, not for this this momentary stuff, for this little material stuff. And I already did that last night. Uh, you did what? You did a show like that? Uh-oh, she's on someone else. But anyway going on like I was saying, that you, you really do need to be mature about it when you're selecting a person that's going to be your partner or whatever. Because if, if that's all you're looking for, look a fast thrill, just go ahead and delete what, what I just say, delete the whole thing, don't tell your friends. But if you're tired of it, you need to step up and be real with it. You know what I'm saying? You need to step up, know who you're dealing with. If these people ain't on your level. You need to go find you some new friends, meet new people, socialize, network, whatever you got to do that you're going to be able to get that person that you want because you don't have to settle. I tell people not to settle because some people say, why don't you just date that girl? Why don't you date this girl? And if you only knew the whole story, and some people think like that, that's a well, pussy, pussy, or dick's dick, that's going to screw you up in the end. But <laughs> that's my show for tonight. And I'm glad that people listened to it. I'm glad that everyone came on here. Alexis K. Tyler came on here, Don Juan, and Mr. J.L., I appreciate you all coming on to the show. And I want to give out next week's show topic. Uh, next week's show topic is this. Why is it bad to be too submissive as a man? Our guest host, DT Dating Tips, will sit in on this and make sure that you would tell all your guy friends, ladies, about this. Guys, you need to listen to it. Ladies, you need to get your guy friends about this. So you don't have these guys to just kiss butt for no reason. I mean, if you don't go out, take care of your woman, do it for that woman. Don't do it for every woman. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's going to be more comp. Go ahead. Anyone say something in the background? No, go ahead. Anyway, uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and get back to the email and our other information. But, again, I hope you all tune in for next week's show because it's going to be action-packed like this one. I thank everyone tuning in for this show as well, too. A lot of people start coming into the chat room. I wish they'd start talking next time and start, you know, expressing themselves. Don't be all scared and stuff because, man, you got to let people listen to the truth, and y'all need to speak out the truth if you know something's hurting you. Our email is nb underscore truth at yahoo.com. And our MySpace page is http colon forward slash forward slash www.myspace.com forward slash nb underscore truth. And our voicemail is again 641-715-3900. And the extension is 33271-POUND. Again, 641-715-3900. Extension 33271-POUND. And, again, our home site, which I'm going to have to do some more changes to it, is http colon forward slash forward slash home dot earthlink dot net forward slash squiggle Luke Brooks 1302. And it's got all the lists of our shows that we have had up to maybe okay. two weeks ago. But, again, I thank you all for listening to the show. I want y'all to keep it real, and I thank all the people that joined in on the show today. I thank you very much. And I hope y'all have a blessed weekend. Take care. Watch out for these people and you know what to say to them. Cut that bitch off. That's exactly what you do. Cut that bitch off. Peace out.